A new equation for switching on outcomes is here from PwC. It's human-led and tech-powered. It's PwC with Oracle, SAP, Salesforce, and Workday. It's PwC with Microsoft, AWS, and Google. Simplify your systems and amplify your results. Switch on outcomes with PwC and their alliances. Learn more at pwc.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello and welcome everybody to Flickr Effect, episode 357. What you are about to hear is actually the second half of our top 10 show, uh, which started with episode 356. In episode 356, we counted down our top 10 films of 2020. And uh, the rest of the conversation is right here in this episode. We go on to list our honorable mentions. We talk about some other categories uh, pertaining to 2020, like uh, most disappointing film and uh, also things we're looking forward to in 2021. So, yeah, that entire record session and live stream was uh, a nice long episode and you can watch it in all of its three hour glory over on our YouTube channel. So if you want to check it out, if you haven't, you can check it out at YouTube.com forward slash Flickr effect. But uh, yeah, because that was so long, we decided to split that session up into these two episodes. So this is the second part of our top 10 show where we talk about other categories and everything else pertaining to 2020 and what we're looking forward to in 2021. Enjoy. We have finished with our top 10 lists and we are going to jump right back into, well, first things first, our honorable mentions. Um, I'm curious what everyone uh, maybe was thinking they were, might put on their list at some point, but it didn't quite make it, or they just kind of wanted to acknowledge in some way movies they really enjoyed that didn't make their list. I mean, I guess we'll go in the same order that uh, the bowl chose for the regular top 10 list. Bowl, Don't man. go against the bowl. So, Bobby, what were your honorable mentions for uh, 2020? Yeah, so uh, it came right in, w- would have been 11. And then the rest are just in no particular order. But had there been more room, I would have put Promising Young Woman on there. Uh, And then the rest are Defy Bloods, uh, Trial of the Chicago 7, Let Him Go, Greenland, which is probably another film that most people haven't heard of, uh, Extraction, Mangrove, Palm Springs, and Emma. Nice. Uh, How about you, Yasha? What was your honorable mention? What were your honorable mentions? I guess he had no. Uh, you guys there? Yeah, can you hear us? Yeah. You guys there? No, like yeah, I'm, I'm really sorry. Like my internet just got really sketchy the past, you know, just a few minutes, and it's like you guys are skipping in and out, mm. and sometimes I can't tell when you've gone to me, so uh, that's why I'm just kind of sitting there, and I'm just like, and all of a sudden it was it wasn't all three of you, it was just my face. I'm like, oh, yeah, like, shit. Oh, it's my turn. Is it my turn? <laughs> 
so yeah, that's where I'm at right now with it. So your honorable mentions, Yasha. Yeah, if you can hear us, it's your your honorable mentions now. Yeah. My honorable mention, I really don't have many since I didn't see that many movies that really made the list. I you saw that my 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 top ten was, you know, very different and almost probably looks like a twelve year old did it. But uh my honorable mention actually um staying in the same vein of that was uh Enola Holmes. I really like the I, I like the uh, Sherlock Holmes stories and everything like that. And I thought that was a really cute venture for that storyline and it was well done. I thought it was a cute, fun movie. So that's why I'm putting out that art that one out there. All right. Uh my honorable mentions. I mean, I'm just looking at my list and and stuff that didn't make it. I mean, I never, you know, you may have noticed I didn't mention Tenant in my top ten. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed Tenant as a Christopher Nolan film. Definitely not my favorite Nolan flick, but uh I thoroughly enjoyed it, but it just didn't quite make my top ten. Um and yeah, uh, uh Hamilton um was kind of there at one point before I watched some of the stuff that I saw. Um, it, it's one of those things, like you said, Bobby, that, uh, I think it's a, it's a gift that, uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda and that production team had that original cast filmed before that original cast went away, you know, nothing against all the other casts that have now come and gone to take their place. But, uh, to be able to always go back and see that original cast performing Hamilton, um, on Disney plus right now, it's, it's pretty incredible. And then, um, you know, speaking of Broadway musicals, uh, the last film I watched as part of my binge, I watched it this morning was David Burns, um, American Utopia, which is available on HBO max. And, uh, it's funny you know, going back to as well to like, you know, being able to let things kind of digest, like, I don't know, maybe if we did this top 10 list in a week, maybe that I could even see that one making my list. I don't know, because I just saw it this morning. But I will say I keep thinking about it. I really enjoyed it. I look forward to watching it again. Um, It was just a really enjoyable watch it watching these musicians perform on this stage where they are able and they have this freedom to just move around and do whatever they want since they're using a completely wireless setup. Every musician is just you know, able to move around completely freely on this very simple kind of gray stage with lights and, uh, you know, also watching them and just envious of being able to have that experience performing that way. It just looks amazing. But uh, yeah, it's directed, by the way, and produced by Spike Lee. And uh, yeah, that's David Burns, American Utopia on HBO Max. That's that's also one of my audible mentions. Um, yeah, what else? The Gentleman, which I know was mentioned a couple times. Um, I really enjoyed that. Uh, another film that uh, I, I really liked, but I, I definitely can't say it was worthy of my top 10, but I think it's worth mentioning that I watched was Baccarat. Um, which mm. is a Brazilian film. Um, it's kind of a Brazilian, almost kind of a sci-fi Western, I guess is the best way to describe it. Yeah. And uh, without digging too much into the plot, it's, I think it's definitely worth a watch. And uh, I was unsure about it right after I watched it, but it, it definitely sat with me for a bit and I've thought a lot about it. And I yeah. definitely think it's a solid movie, but just not worthy really of being on my top 10 list. But I thought it was worth mentioning. Um, and another film I really enjoyed this year, kind of a simple film, but just 
uh, a good watch was uh, over on um, Apple TV Plus, which is On the Rocks, which had Bill Murray. And um, why am I blanking on her name right now? <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, yeah, really good film, On the Rocks. That's over on Apple TV Plus. That's Those are my honorable mentions this year. What about nice. you, Michelle? Uh, my honorable mentions. So what is now number 11, it was at 10, but because I had forgotten Emma, um, it got bumped to 11, and that was On the Rocks. Um, I thought it was actually really good. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's an interesting story uh, about uh, a relationship a daughter has with her father. And I wouldn't say it's maybe a toxic parent, but he's definitely not the like picturesque parent that somebody would ever kind of envision. Um but no, it, it, it plays on their relationship and how she, you know, she wants to really rely on him in certain ways. And I don't know. It was interesting to watch. I really liked it. I thought it was a really well, well done story. And it was by Sofia Coppola. That was her, what, fifth film? Six. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. Fifth or sixth from Sofia Coppola. So, but I thought it was really good. I also, not honorable mention, was Baccarat. 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 With you, like, it's a weird one, and I kind of had to sit with it, like, a day mm-hmm. or two, but I was like, actually, I think I actually, because at first I was kind of like, I don't know how I feel about this film. I, I was, I'm totally with you, like, yeah. you watch it, and you're like, I don't know, and then I thought about it, I'm like, no, actually, I thought it was, that was a solid film, honestly. Mm-hmm. Not quite top ten, but definitely solid. Um, my, I also had uh, Lover's Rock, which you had in your list, and Another Round, which I also really enjoyed a lot. And then never, rarely, sometimes, always, and then also Hamilton. So those are kind of my no- notable um, mentions for this year that I really enjoyed, but just not quite in the top ten for me. But still, I highly recommend anybody see any of those films, and most of some of them are on your list, so yeah. they just didn't hit with me. I think the same way. And then, and one that you, I just remember that you had on your list, uh, Bobby. You mentioned as well, um, promising young woman. Um, which wasn't on my top 10. And I guess I would consider it an honorable mention. I'm still unsure about that one. Like I, I enjoyed it, but I, I, I think with that one, maybe a little bit of expectations goes into play. I feel like yeah. I had heard a lot of buzz about that. And then when I finally watched it, I was like, this was good, but I don't know. At the same time, I we saw that in the theater. We did. And I will say, it wasn't my best experience at that theater that I had ever had. I would agree um, with that. I think it was the best way I would put it in terms of presentation. And part of me has actually mm. been interested to rewatch it at home to yeah. see if I would have like a different experience watching it where it kind of a, in a more controlled environment, I guess. Um, maybe I would enjoy it more. I don't know. I'm not saying anything negative about that film. I think it's a good film. But I guess I didn't. F- I did not enjoy it as much as I was expecting to. I I think I was hoping for a little bit more. I still really enjoyed it. Obviously, it's my number nine. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, I felt like it was like it was like it was getting to a point, but it just didn't quite push it. It's like it didn't really know if it wanted to be. It's like a dark film. Yeah, you know what I mean, like yeah, it you, could you have really on gone that there. When you talked about it going to a darker place. It felt like it stopped short it of did, something. It does, and I, I was expecting a little more out of it, and it 
Yeah. Not necessarily like it needed to be like violent or bloody or anything. It just, it's like, it just, it gets right up to this point and it stops pushing and it could have pushed more and it could have pushed the audience to a whoa kind of moment. I feel like that was the, that was why it was not lower on my list because I'm with you. Like the expectations for that film, I think are really big right now. Everybody's really talking about it and I still really like, uh, Carrie Mulligan's, um, yeah, performance she's in it. She's still really great, but yeah, the story really could have, really could have gone to a place. It made you go, Whoa, Hey now that's, that might be a step too far, but not, but maybe. Right. I don't know. That's my opinion on that one. But yeah. I still recommend seeing it and come up with your own opinions on that one. Right. So. So that's that's my your, no, and your. That's no all of our mentions. honorable mentions. Um, normally, we also like to talk about stuff we were disappointed about in 2020. And, uh, well, we can, we can move on to there next and kind of, you know, whatever anyone else wants to talk about in terms of films they saw this year. But, uh, Bobby, I don't know if you want to jump in with any, were there any films you saw this year you found to be like your most disappointing? Yeah. Um, it's on, it's, it's ironic because I like this movie. It just, I was still disappointed in it. Um, could have been better. And that's Wonder Woman 84. Uh, I really don't have any other movies on my list that I, I felt disappointed by because I think my expectations were pretty level going into them. And most of the movies that I saw, I, I think I, I rather enjoyed and just never felt let down by anything other than this one. Um, I enjoyed Wonder Woman 84, but seeing as many problems there were with it in terms of a, a story and, and the narrative and uh, logic that that's throughout the movie, you just see how it could have been a better film if they had, um, I don't know, I would say put more time into it, but that movie seemed like it had all the time in the world uh, from when it was first announced and actually came out. So um, yeah, there's really no really good excuse for it, but Absolutely, that's my uh, main uh, disappointing movie for 2020, and I, I didn't have anything else beyond that. Uh, how about uh, you, Yasha? Anything that you found to be like the most disappointing or extremely disappointing this year? Oh, yeah. Let's dive in, shall we? <laughs> I'm going to sit back. <laughs> okay. I'm so. going to have a drink of my beer while Yasha talks. <laughs> um, no, my list is pretty short. Um Definitely, Wonder Woman is definitely on there. Um, I was pretty disappointed with that. And like Bobby said, they had pretty much to feel like, you know, all the time in the world to try and get it right and just to follow up really strong with the sequel. Um, I actually put The Tax Collector on there as one of the most disappointing movies as well, even though it's in my top 10. <laughs> I was just about <laughs> there. I thought that movie was wildly disappointing. Number 10. I thought that was wildly disappointing and then i guess it looks like um if i think i th- was surprised that this the birds of prey came out in 2020 and yeah if that's the case then mm-hmm. I, was, I was i was thoroughly disappointed in that movie as well and uh, project power a netflix film i was kind of disappointed in that, that one when i really and where it was going and and whatnot i don't necessarily need to watch a sequel of that film or anything like that it looks like that they're kind of trying to gear up for that at the end of that film but um, yeah, I was disappointed in that. So that's my list of disappointments. 
Uh, as for me, um, I was kind of looking through a list of movies from the year to try to think, oh man, like what's a movie that really disappointed me? And there's no doubt. I can agree with you guys. Like Wonder Woman 84. It's kind of like you, Bobby. Like I liked the movie, but yeah, could it have been better? Absolutely. So I, I would also include that as a disappointment for the year in terms of a biggest disappointment. I feel bad saying this because this is a movie that actually showed up on one of one of our lists. Um, I already know what you're gonna say. But uh, for me, I found it to be quite a disappointment because I I did not enjoy this movie and didn't think it was very good for myself. And that is Bill and Ted Face the Music. Um, even though I really enjoyed the the two female leads in it, I thought they were great as the daughters. Uh, you know, Alex Winters and Keanu Reeves, the the leads in this film, uh, their storyline I found to be really just silly and it's it just didn't do it for me. So as I kind of looked through a list of the year and I then I came across that one, I'm like, oh yeah, that that was a that was for me a huge disappointment. Really, in the end, that's really my only kind of big disappointment for the year. It's it's one of those things where considering relatively speaking how few movies i saw this year it was almost harder to find stuff that i found to be extremely disappointing because then especially in the latter part of this year as mm. i binge watched stuff it was like i was binge watching stuff that was at least good like right. you know right. I, right. I wasn't really watching anything over the past two weeks that i i finished and went oh god that was terrible and i definitely have watched other stuff by the way that i binge that i have not mentioned yet um and i'll probably mention it in the next episode or you know, maybe later on this conversation. I don't know. But anyway. Well, I think it's it's hard this year because you a biggest disappointment would mean that you would have to have had an expectation for a film. And since so many films got moved from 2020 yeah, to 2021, yeah. it's almost hard to choose a disappointing film because there was so few to choose. There's from. so many there's so few to choose from for expectation wise. But yeah, I just have to echo what everybody's already said. Honestly, my biggest disappointment this year was Wonder Woman 84. Having said that, I still enjoyed the movie. I still liked it. It's got so many issues with it. And it really, really shouldn't have had any of those issues. (laughs) It's just, it's kind of... It's kind of disappointing. It it is not kind of... It is. It's disappointing. The film is disappointing in what it should have been. Um, I have to kind of agree with you on Bill and Ted a little bit. Like, it was kind of nostalgic seeing them together on film. But overall, like, the storyline was kind of eh. And not that I had major expectations of this film. You know, the second one isn't even really that great either. But... You know, I barely remember the second exactly, one. I think exactly. I saw the second one once. But I will say, I definitely was kind of like, this is kind of not good. Yeah. Um, again, though, the two female leads, spectacular performances. I, I just kind of feel like it's weird because Keanu is a major actor, but I felt like he forgot how to act when he started doing this oh. film. I was kind of like, Keanu, baby, you know how to act, sweetie. What's going on? <laughs> um no, I was not impressed with Bill and Ted, but I also didn't really have expectations for it. So right. I can't say it was a disappointment. It was just kind of not that great. Um, but it is a movie that they've had time to to sort out issues with this film. So anyways, no, I, I think my biggest disappointment is definitely One Woman 84. Um, again, not many movies to even have expectations on in this year since so many of them got pushed back. But that one I had expectations for and 
there was a lot that weren't met. So, so one thing uh, I probably would have asked earlier, and you know what, we'll go backwards. We'll just go right to you, Michelle. Mm. Uh, things that you wish you could have seen that you didn't get to see before you listed your top ten. Um. Well, I will say one night in Miami. I definitely wanted to see that film. Yeah. Pretty, pretty bad actually, and I, I really should have figured out a way to wedge that bad boy in. But my personal work life has just been so crazy. Um let them all talk um is a and now i can't think of his name my brain just went Sorensen. oh wait who let them all talk is a oh steven soderbergh soderbergh sorry God, sorry my brain is done now soderbergh um and i i like a lot of steven <laughs> soderbergh stuff and i actually did try watching let them all talk um but then I had some personal things come up and I wasn't able to really watch that film. And I'd really like to, to, it, to yeah. try to watch it again and um, to enjoy it and see if I can enjoy that film. Um, I really did want to see Mangrove. And honestly, really, that whole series that um, Steve McQueen did, I'd like to watch the whole, what is it, Small Axe? Small Axe series, yeah. It's a Small Axe series. Because I mean, we did watch Lover's Rock, uh, but I would like to watch all of them. I think they all would be really interesting to watch, especially Mangrove. And I'd like to see The Invisible Man. That's you know, I'm a big universal monster person, and I was really interested in this film, but for whatever reasons, at the beginning of the year when it came out, I just not, didn't get to see it. Um, yeah, I don't know. But I, don't, I, I didn't don't realize you hadn't seen it. Yeah, didn't get, it just was yeah. one of those, it was like weird timing or something, and I, I just, I don't remember why we couldn't, see, I don't know. I, I wanted to, I was definitely curious about it, you know, like... I'm an Elizabeth me, Moss fan, so. And I'll start off by saying that's probably my first. Like, I wish I had watched. I also haven't seen Invisible Man. I think for me, it's timing in oh. the pandemic. It really is. It was like. timing was rough. I mean, in one respect, everyone can go, well, hey, you could have just watched it at home. Like, we were all sitting around right at first. <laughs> but at the same time, I think with the pandemic and everything going on, just mentally, like, I found that I personally ended up delving more into just like doing some gaming this year instead of like just dumping diving into a lot of movies yeah. and sure i could have watched it and it just felt like i was distracted from it by other things and just never jumped in and yeah i was kind of hoping to fit that in in my binge and it still didn't happen and yeah i really want to watch that one um others that you kind of mentioned michelle like mangrove i mentioned that earlier i wish i'd seen um bad education over on hbo max um yeah, i'd like I to see that, that. Was pretty good performance by hugh jackman yeah and allison janney's in yeah, that as well um and then a couple films that none of us really can see <laughs> like nomadland um yeah. which i guess was available as like a virtual kind of ticket in december i believe to some people so it did officially get a 2020 release but it's really not available for most people to see until 2021 and uh same goes with what is it minari if i'm saying that correctly <laughs> um which yeah. is another film that i think got a similar release in december virtually but really is not going to be available to most people in 2021. I mentioned them both because I've seen them on numerous top 10 lists for 2020 by people who were able to see them. Um, but uh, most of us cannot. So right. I, I would argue that if I see them this year, there's a good chance you could see them on my 2021 list if they're actually that good. 
<laughs> oh, you know what? I wanted to see Ma Rainey's Black Bottom too, and I didn't get a chance to watch that. I didn't oh, have yeah. time for that. I did want to watch that one too. Yeah. So, uh, Yasha, did you have anything that you were hoping to see this year that you didn't get to check out? Anything comes to mind? Um, definitely the metal one uh, that you guys. Sound of metal. Everybody list. Um, I highly recommend you check that one out this week. The, the, it's so good. Yeah, that I'm gonna try and see that one, and then I don't know if I'm gonna be able to to watch the 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 Dick that Dick is dead. What one? I can't remember the name of the title of the Dick Johnson is dead. What what's the one that you were having trouble? Dick Johnson is dead. Yeah. Um, that sounds as all hell. And I was reading about that while, you know, we've been doing this show and whatnot. Um, but those are like the, the, the metal by far is probably at the top of my list of things that I really want to watch and check out. Uh, how about you, Bobby? Oh, I'm promising young uh, woman. That's another. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bobby, anything you wanted to watch that you weren't able to fit in, even though I know you watch probably more than most of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know my list isn't all that long just because I, <laughs> <laughs> did get to see most see most things but like you mentioned there's two that no one was able to really see which was right. minari and nomadland so those are two um the other one uh i had heard so many good things about it and i just really kind of came down to i didn't want to pay the price to watch it on vod i was hoping it'd go a little bit cheaper at some point and that's a uh, freaky which mm. is this uh vince bond movie where he switches oh, yeah. body with the teenage girl killer movie oh yeah it's like a freaky friday but murdery yeah. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. that one looked good that yeah. cute that looked good yeah so want to see that um uh never rarely sometimes always like i said i met, i saw unpregnant which is the opposite side of that so i wanted to see the more serious side as well um didn't get a chance to uh, another one was one that was on david's list another round Mads Mikkelsen, I uh, wanted to see that. I just couldn't fit it in. And the the last one I, I didn't get a chance to see that I, I was really hoping to. But again, it kind of came down to a price thing. It was 20 bucks, and I had just paid 20 to watch um, Promising Young Woman. So I was like, man, if I, you know, throwing down another oh, 20 I think I know what you're going to say. See it. So, oh, really? I think. <laughs> what do you think? Is it News of the World? Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I wanted to see it too. That's right. Dang yeah. it. Yeah. And then yeah. it also said it was in 4K, and I don't even have a 4K set. So I was like, oh, yeah. I, do I really want to pay 20 mm. bucks for the 4K? Yeah, if you're not going to get to I don't have even that have experience. 4K TV. Yeah. So, so I was like, ah, okay, we'll wait. Do you guys think there was like a, a film that you saw that you could say was like, ugh, that was one of the worst films I've seen this year? Hmm. And, and, I, and I'm bringing this up because this was kind of a small discussion David and I had. I was like, it's kind of hard to say that there was a worst film that I watched this year because I feel like because of our situation with COVID, you know, you get to be picky and choosy about what you watched, you know, like it wasn't just like, oh, we'll just watch whatever. I'll just throw whatever on Netflix, you know, like. I really got to be picky and choosy about making sure I was watching decent content this year. And so I can't really say that there was a worst film. I mean, maybe Bill and Ted face the music, but I don't think there was anything oh, that man. 
I don't think anything was like, oh, that was as officially the worst film of this whole year. It's bad, you know? No, when you brought this up to me earlier, I, I had a similar reaction. I'm like, I guess I didn't see enough this year. Like, if this were a normal year where, where I'm making, I'm trying to make an effort to see at least one movie a week, usually in a right. the theater, you know, whatever the, the biggest release is, uh, even if it's maybe something that, it's not that interesting to me, but I try to watch it. That didn't really, that kind of routine didn't happen this year. So I don't know. Yeah. Like I, I don't, I'm having a hard time imagining or remembering a movie I saw this year that I just, it, I finished and was like, God, that was bad. Right. Like, no, yeah. I really can't think of anything. I know. Not to, I I, obviously there's gotta be bad movies. And Yasha, you have obviously, one. What is it? Yeah. Coffee and Kareem. Uh, that's right. I remember <laughs> you saying that. The time. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't see that. Was so. Absolutely terrible. Coffee and, and Kareem. Yeah. Did not see that. Absolutely yeah, horrible. It. And I because I like the actor who was in it. Um, you know, and yeah, I mean, but it was a it was a quick watch, and but it's just wildly predictable. But it, it was terrible. I watched it too. It was pretty bad, wasn't it? I didn't see it, but uh, from all accounts, it seemed to be pretty terrible. Okay. Yeah. We got a okay. front runner uh, there. <laughs> we'll take it. Even though the rest of us didn't see it, we'll go. Yeah, that's, we'll go that sounds it. like a good pick. That'll be the pick for the show. Um, any, any other kind of things you guys want to bring up in 2020 before we kind of dive into 2021? Bobby, sounded mm. like you were going to say something. I have a long list I, of movies that I want to watch a new one. Hopefully, that you know, you know if they come out, if you know we get theaters open out here. Oh, like this coming year? Yeah. Bobby, did yeah. you didn't no, you have, have a, a thing? Ton of movies. Didn't you have a topic earlier? I was gonna say there was there was something I thought about that uh, we had done one time before. Then it was the favorite scene. Oh uh, yeah. For the, for the year and for me this movie actually didn't make my top 10 list but i just remember um the scene leaving an impression on me and loving it so much because i'm all about this genre of action and um you can't say action without saying extraction and there was this scene where they're in this uh uh, I don't know if it's a hotel or whatever, but it's a long tracking shot and it's Chris Hemsworth just kicking so much ass and it's so good. It's so good. I, I think I've gone back to watching not the entire movie, but just watching that scene a few times. It, it's just from the from when they're driving in the car and everything that's going on there until when they're in the room and just the way he's just you know, uh, taking out people. It, it's so good. And that was definitely the scene that I just remembered all year and, and kind of going back to in my head. I'm like looking down at my list to try to like joggle my memory. Cause I, you brought this up like right before we started the show. And I, so I haven't really like thought on this ahead of time. I haven't but... thought about it, but just now the one scene that I could say that kind of stands out in my head that I was like, dang, this is, this is this is really good, and it's a movie that's on your list that I have a, as a, an honorable mention, and it's from Never, Rarely, Sometimes, Always, 
And I will say mm-hmm. there's a couple of scenes in this movie that really are like, it resonates with, I think it's a, a girl thing, maybe a teenage girl thing. And I was like, God, yes, the things that sometimes you have to do as a woman, as a teenage girl to, to get, do, you know, to, almost like survival mm-hmm. in a way. But the the scene that really, I think, is the like, is literally the scene that is the title of the film. Mm. And the girl is being asked questions about her sexual activity, but also her relationship with uh, a boyfriend or any boyfriends or any men or any kind of anyone that she's ever been sexually active with. And that you have to answer, you know, either never, rarely, sometimes, always. And watching Mm. that scene go down and, you know, you can tell there's, there's, the question gets asked and then she thinks you could see, you could see the moment of thinking about it and going, yeah, I don't even want to, not only do I not want to admit to you about what I know, I don't, I don't even want to really admit to myself that that, that happened. And you could see the pain in her face, in her eyes, and she can't even answer some of the questions because not only would answering the question be answering it to this person that she doesn't really even know, but it's answering it to her. It's, it's, it's acknowledging that that happened to her possibly multiple times. And so that's mm. hard. And it was, that was a very, that scene was like, for me, I was like, geez. Yeah. That's, it was a rough one, but yeah. it, it was really poignant and it was really great acting and it was just really well done. And it's just a still shot just of the girl on her face. The questions are being asked and all you see is her and her reactions. It's, it's really, really, really good. No, that's a good pick. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't know that I have one. I can't. I'm having a hard time thinking about a particular scene that just really like did it for me or like I, well, I thought think it was amazing. Probably the one with Dick Johnson's dead. The end there. I mean, oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's gotcha. so I can't really talk about mm. it. It's like the end of the film. It's so, yeah, it is kind uh, of. A I don't want to like spoil apex. it. I mean, I have things I could talk about that aren't in film and TV that happened this year that were like pretty amazing, and I you probably all can imagine what I'm thinking of. But you know, talking mm-hmm. about movies, oh. I don't know. Yeah. Yasha, do you have anything? Anything, Yasha? No, I don't think so. Um, no, there, there was a. I mean, there's a couple of scenes in The Old Guard because I, I like that movie so much. Um, I think one of the scenes that I, my favorite scenes was the very, very, the very end. And I, I mean, if anybody's seen it, I, you know, I don't want to really necessarily give away spoilers. Just a lot of the fight scenes in that show. I just, I found them really fun to watch. So it's and nothing that's like groundbreaking or anything like that it's just fun movies yeah hmm. how about uh 2021 where oh. we've got a bunch of movies that were supposed to come out in 2020 <laughs> and now we're going to come out in 2021 so there's probably stuff we're going to list that we listed last year on our <laughs> most anticipated <laughs> stuff for 2020 list that is so weird and now we're going to say them they, again for this year crossing our fingers that they actually get released that is so um, weird to think about like yeah. think about that like we thought we were seeing this year but we're not no and it's it's been with as crazy as this year has been i think i have found it's easy it it has been easy to just 
like not i don't know like with this crazy it's been i found it it hasn't been that hard to be like super upset that there's things we should have seen for example when we're just talking about movies that we haven't been able to see yet you know like and there's been other stuff i was hoping to experience this year i didn't get to experience that you know any other year if it just i just weren't able to go to dragon con i probably would have been really really bummed about that but this year it was like hey man like it's it's fine it <laughs> is what it is I, I i think i saw like i was looking through a list and i'm like yeah eternals is coming out and what and it's still coming out in november of 2021 when it was supposed to come out in november of this year and it's hard to grasp that I'm like, wait, I should have seen that by now. Like, it's crazy to think I should have seen that when now it's just like accepted in my brain that, yeah, well, I'm, I'll see that eventually, but not yet. Yeah, like, like when I think back to the things that we should have all watched already and we haven't watched, that's the, where it kind of sets in and I'm like, man, what a fucked up year we've had. Yeah. But, like Black Widow. We should have well, already seen yeah, that. Black Widow, of course. Yeah. But no time to die i think what bothers me most about stuff like that is yeah i think what 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 bothers me most about that is just like you know you sit there and you really think about it it's it's fine to be waiting for the movie but these movies are already done like it's different when you're waiting for it to be made and it's like oh it's in production and they're doing you know acting and they're doing special Mm -hmm. effects or whatever but these movies are literally just sitting in a shelf and maybe a, a handful or a couple of dozen people have already seen that, seen them, but they're just waiting to be released. And that's kind of like what bums me out is that like, I mean, the Eternals, like you just said, the Eternals is done. Like it's, there's been no news on that. It's just waiting to be released. They're just, they're not going to eat the cost of like what they spent on that movie to do a live stream, you know, you know, bullshit campaign to try and get it on Disney plus. They're not going to do that. They're going to put it in a theater where they can actually make some money. Yeah. Same thing with like black widow and, you know, no time to die. Like, you know, um, top gun Two. like, these are all movies that should have come out this past (laughs) summer that we should have already seen. And we're just literally waiting Mm -hmm. to have them released and they're done. There's no news on them being, Oh, we re-edited this or we changed this. And I was like, no, they're happy with what they have and it's ready to go. Like it's in, the, it's in the can. It's just sitting on a shelf, just yeah. waiting for people to watch it. That's what was shitty about Wonder Woman. It just waited and waited, and yeah. we knew that it was done, and we knew that it was ready. Like, and we're just waiting for it to come out. Yes, but, and one of the crazy things, too, with Eternals, like a movie that we should have seen, but yeah, we have not even seen anything for like nothing it's not like black widow where we've seen trailers for a while now and then it just keeps getting pushed back like we have a movie in eternals where not only should we have seen it but we haven't even seen anything <laughs> for that <laughs> not movie a dang thing. other than what like kind of concept yeah. kind of looks at some of the characters right that's really it mm-hmm. i it's crazy to think about no trailers like, no nothing no nothing well it's funny to think like no time to die the weekend before we're supposed to release, Daniel Craig was on SNL promoting the release of the film. I mean, he was scheduled to promote it, yeah. But like then that was the whole thing. That was the whole point. That was the whole point. And now it's it was going to be this spring, and now it's been pushed back to the fall again. Yeah. Right? Or a, Summer? I think it's the fall, right? I don't know. I think it's fall. Yeah. But yeah, like... Like, that's a movie we we should have seen months ago, you know? Uh, And then, like, for me, like, I was really looking forward to A Quiet Place 2. And... Yeah, that too. Yeah. Like, that's a movie that just kept getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. And 
Yeah, it's it's been a weird year. <laughs> so many ways. So many I mean, ways. I'll, I'll dive in and mention, I mean, if the obvious, I don't think it's going to come to any, any surprises. I'm still most excited probably for Dune this year. Oh, yeah, it's mine. Um, yeah. Which, yeah. I mean, I guess, you know, God forbid that we the pandemic is still bad in the fall, but uh, I will at least get to watch it home, apparently. Well, no, I guess that's one of the ones that, probably, that didn't, it's not going to go to HBO Max. That's not happening um, now. But uh, anyway, Dune is is way up there, and not only is not only that, but also uh, Last Night in Soho. Being an Edgar Wright fan, like I am, his next film uh, is due to come out this year, so I'm excited about that. You mentioned No Time to Die, Michelle, uh, and I mean, yeah, being a Bond fan, of course, I'm ex- I'm pumped for that one. Um, you know, we talked about Black Widow, Eternals, uh, Mission Impossible Seven is due to come out this oh, year. Yeah which uh, I'm excited about Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh, yeah. Um, that actually was, wasn't that supposed to come out this? Yeah. Yeah, that was supposed that to come out was already. That supposed to come out. Last uh, year. Yeah. yeah. Um, the the Matrix 4, I think, is due out in December of 2021. Oh, yeah. Morbius, yeah. right? Um, Morbius is in the fall, but I'm on, that's honestly not on my list. I really don't care. Um <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't. Uh, in in the Heights, uh, I'm oh, looking yeah. forward to seeing. I do want to see. I think in, the in August uh, we're supposed to see uh, James Gunn's version of the Suicide Squad, uh, which I'm really only excited about because James Gunn directed it. So that definitely piques my interest. So. Yeah. Um, those are the things on my list. Uh, Bobby, what about you? Anything you're most excited for this year? Yeah, I'm going to probably duplicate some of the ones you mentioned, but um, and I shorthand some of it because I just put um, all the Marvel stuff and any DC stuff because, uh, <laughs> you know, there's you know. a lot of it. Um, I'd say of, for sure of all the comic book movies coming out next year uh, or this year, sorry, um, my most anticipated probably has to be Spider-Man 3 at this point. Um, let's see what else. Uh Mortal Kombat, I'm looking forward to seeing that. Uh, King Kong versus Godzilla, A Quiet Place 2, Ghostbusters Afterlife, Top Gun Maverick, uh, Mission Impossible 7, uh, The Matrix 4, uh, Candyman, Antlers, and Coming to America. So that's that's my most anticipated for this year. Well, you said Antlers? What is Antlers? Man, I was looking forward to that. It, it's some sort of horror movie, and I remember seeing the trailer for it a few times Does before uh, we couldn't see anything in theaters anymore. And I, I tried not to pay. Yeah, yeah. There, there. It's hard to get into it too much because there's some like it seems almost spoilery in the trailer, but um, it's definitely a horror movie that would uh, be right up my alley in 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 terms of those sort of out there weird ones it looks like but um yeah you should check out the trailer for it when you have a chance to. all right michelle anything you're... i mean mine's a lot like yours yeah no time to die big bond fan gotta watch that dune i mean denis villeneuve is my guy like i've got to see this and i really don't even care that much about dune but his films are so spectacular and i love them so much so for me that's a big one uh, Quiet Place 2, uh, Wes Anderson's French, I forgot what it's called now, the title of it. Anyways, uh, fr- 
it, it's coming out. Um, that's gonna be good. Suicide Squad. I'm interested again, just like you, only because of the director James Gunn. Um, I actually do kind of want to see Jungle Cruise, which might be kind of weird, but I actually think it could look kind of cute. Uh, now I've got to look for it. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? In the Heights, I do want to see. Oh, here it is. It, 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 French, French Dispatch. Dispatch. Uh, yeah, because I'm a big Wes Anderson fan, so like mm-hmm. that's a big one for me. I'm looking forward to that. I mean, yeah, basically your list, honestly. I mean, all the things, all the things that we were supposed to need, all the things, seeing, seeing movies in theaters without masks and stuff like that. Sure. No, I don't think we're going to get to watch them without masks on. <laughs> I, I think said that's ev- happening. I said eventually, I didn't say it was going to happen this year. I but. was going to say, 2021 is going to be a mask on Kenny year again. Uh, Yasha, anything you're looking forward to this year? Oh, yeah. I mean, a lot of my list echoes kind of like a lot of what you guys said. Like, I'm, I'm interested in seeing Dune, but at the same time, I don't necessarily, I'm not diehard like you guys are. I know you're super excited about that, but I'm not. Um, I'm interested in seeing Tom and Jerry. That's, you know, nostalgia reasons. Um, nobody, for sure. Coming to America. No Time to Die. Quiet Place 2. Definitely interested in seeing Free Guy. I love Ryan Reynolds. I can't. I, oh, I yeah. think he's absolutely hilarious. So uh, that was something that we should have seen already as yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I forgot about that one. Uh, F9. <laughs> uh, Furious 9. Not sure why I'm looking forward to seeing it because they're basically the same movies over and over again. And I, I think don't either. just getting more and more ridiculous. But... I'll probably watch that. Um, In the Heights, for sure. Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Top Gun. Interested in seeing the Space Jam sequel. Suicide Squad, for sure. Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. Just because I like, like I said, Ryan Reynolds and Sam Jackson together again with Salma Hayek. Yes, please. Um, Candyman, absolutely. The Many Saints of Newark. I definitely want to see that. I was a huge Sopranos fan. Still am. Morbius, uh, Adam's Family 2, the animated one that they did just a couple years ago, was mm-hmm. actually quite funny, and I enjoyed it. So I'm, I'm actually looking forward to seeing what they do with the second one. Uh, Halloween Kills. I like the fact that um, the story continues, and they've gone a little bit more to a dark, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Mission Impossible 7, for sure. Um, definitely Eternal, Spider-Man, Matrix, and I think even John Wick is supposed to be coming out around that time as well. They just haven't released a date, but... For a while, it was rumored John Wick sequels was supposed to come out the same day as the Matrix sequel. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but, I mean, I don't know if, they're, if that's going to be pushed a little bit further because of everything. But I'm definitely looking forward to seeing whatever John Wick sequel they do because I love those movies. I think they're fantastic. So that's just I, the list that I did just now and just kind of went through really quickly. I think that John Wick got pushed to 2022, I want to say. Because I thought... <clears throat> I could be wrong on this, but I thought oh, no, I could be wrong because I, I could be wrong. Well, I mean, on my reasoning, I, I thought maybe they they were saying something about filming the next one and then the one after that back to back, and so I think that was the deal. I can't remember. Well, that would make sure, sense. But... It just knock them all out and film. Yeah. Uh. Well, those are the stuff we're looking forward to next year. Um. I know, Bobby, you had an idea for us. I, I don't think we've really done this kind of thing before, having like a New Year's resolution for this upcoming year. And but maybe, for like film and TV? Maybe you kind of, well, I don't know if you want to explain a little more behind like your idea behind it. 
Yeah. So my thought was, you know, of course, everyone knows of doing New Year's resolutions and it's something that you say you're going to do at some point in the year um, that you wanted to do and hadn't gotten around to. So it's sort of it's pretty much the same concept. It's something in TV or film that you've been meaning to get around to and just haven't. And so you want to uh, have a resolution to say, I'm going to this year is the year I'm going to do it. I'm going to do blank. And then that's sort of the the idea behind the the podcast resolution of it. All right. Uh, well, I'm actually good on that. You're good on that? All right. Well, why don't you go first? What's your resolution no. this year? Um, so I kind of thought about it. And it, it, <laughs> so my resolution for me for this year, and it really kind of came about because it's something that started in 2020. Um, but the National Theater in London has been streaming their performances because they filmed them. And they've actually done a few performances without audiences and because they've only had like two or three actors on stage and they've filmed them and then they're streaming them. You just pay a, you can either be a, do a membership or you can pay per for uh, play. But there's a number of amazing plays that are streaming and I keep seeing them pop up um, on their social media that I follow. I'm like, God, I'd love to watch that. God, I'd love to watch that. Oh, that looks so good. Oh, that's got so-and-so in it, you know, like really great actors um doing these plays and it's plays that have happened in the last you know just before covid but then also like i said there's a few that they've done during covid and then they're streaming them and i'm like dang i gotta make time for that and i think that's the thing i want to do while they're allowing this and they're continuing this is to try to stream some of these plays uh that are accessible so it's not really a film or a tv industry but more i guess um the, the play the theater of uh, uh in actuality is what i would like to try to resolve myself to doing this year is to do some more theater but obviously at home but to see some really really fantastic art um that that's getting done that i'm just not watching honestly and, and the downside is is like you can do streaming for for broadway shows and stuff and anything else that's filmed there are things out there and the money is going to um, not just the major role players in Broadway shows, but to everybody else, the riggers, like all these people have all lost their jobs and they aren't getting their jobs back. It looks like this year, you know, they're the background actors and dancers and performers, the people that do the, the set design, the costume design, the everything in, in all this stage. And these people are, are, you know, they got nothing, you know, they're working at Starbucks that they've got to right mm. now. And so if you pay to watch these things online and stream them, the money does go to their funds that help these people, you know, survive and pay their bills and keep a rent in New York City and Chicago and crazy places like that. That is insane. So I'd like to try to watch more of that and support more of that community this year. Nice. Uh, I guess I'll jump in and say, uh, for me, my resolution, I 
no, it seems it's kind of a running joke of how much I don't watch <laughs> sometimes throughout the year lately. <laughs> and uh, it would be very easy for me to just go, hey, I'm just going to watch more this year, which I've probably said if you go every back year. and listen to top 10 shows like for the past five or so years, every year I say that I go this year, I'm, I'm not going to binge watch everything right <laughs> at the end. I'm going to watch everything throughout the year. Does it happen? I mean, no. you know, I'm, I have a busy life, I guess. I don't know. I don't, I don't really have, ex I have excuses, but I'm not going to go through them all. With that said, <laughs> kind of along the lines of I'm going to watch more throughout the year. I'm going to make it a little more specific. Uh, and I guess the idea behind this is that we're going to kind of be on top of each other about it. It's not like this is a game or a contest, but um, for me, I do intend and will watch uh, probably, you know, at least one movie every week, um, especially weeks that we're doing a podcast. I say that. I mean, if I'm on vacation for a week, I'm not going to probably watch something. But uh, weeks we're doing a podcast, which are basically every week, I do plan and will watch at least one movie a week, you know, hopefully more than that. Um, but that, that is something that's kind of my big new year's resolution for the year is I, I will be watching one movie a week from here on out. I mean, it's even it, though I, sorry, just a kind of similar to what we were doing when we, when we were going to movie theaters every week, I, I basically was, and you know, this year, forget it. Like it's, even though there was a lot of stuff available, it was easy to feel like there wasn't. And then as we got to the end of the year and it was like, okay, it's top 10 show time. And Bobby, you brought it up. You're like, hey, I'm really excited for the top 10 show. And the, the other three of us were like, why? <laughs> like, what have we seen? <laughs> yeah. Like, And, you know, I start digging around and I'm like, yeah, actually a lot has come out this yeah. year. It's a lot of more indie level stuff. Because, of course, studios are holding back the bigger films for a time when they can make money on them. Um, but, mm -hmm. yeah, there was still plenty to watch this year. And even though I, w I was distracted, we were all distracted by everything going on, not just the pandemic, but politics and just absolute batshit craziness. Um, you know, I found that maybe I should have ventured into a fantasy world when I wasn't and <laughs> watching stuff throughout the year. Maybe I would have been a little more mentally healthier this year if I had been doing that. And that's probably something I'm going to try to do more this year. So this year, I will at least watch one movie a week, if not more, especially weeks. Yeah, weeks that we're doing the podcast, which are basically every week. I will definitely watch one movie for every episode. That's my nice. New Year's resolution for this year. Uh, Yasha. Oh, go ahead, Bobby. It sounds like you want to say something. I guess I was going to give mine. but Oh, um, go ahead, please. Uh, sure. Uh, so uh, this is something that it was the first thing I thought of when I thought about doing this for, for the podcast. Because it's something that, like you said, David, it's not like we're making a, a specific contest. But it, uh, I think we'll hold each other accountable and you check in with each other and see how that's going. Uh, in, in your case, it will be very obvious as to if you're keeping up with it or not. In my case, maybe not so much, but it's definitely something that I, I wanted to give myself a goal of and being able to do. And that is before the end of this year, before December 31st, uh, 2021, I want to have finished uh, all of the West Wing. 
and it's something that I've gotten away from. So I want to jump back into it and be able to have finished all the seasons before the end of the year. No, can't argue with that resolution. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, no, Uh, it's a solid pick there. Solid resolution, Bobby. (laughs) You got this. Yeah, I do. I think I do. One day. He's going to be listening to cool Sorkin jams on Spotify yeah. and he's gonna only going <laughs> right. to go, hey, now I know that song. I know the episode number the episode. and the title. <laughs> right. You're going to be like season two, episode five. Da-da-da-da. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait for the day. Uh, Yasha, what's your resolution for for this year? I guess I'm um, trying to, to try, try and keep it. It's not very fancy. It's not. You know, it's pretty simple. Um, one thing that I'd like to do is maybe take a little bit of a closer look and get back to watching some independent films. Um, that's something that I've kind of stepped away from. Some of the lower budget films where the writing is probably much more interesting. And, you know, just kind of pay attention to some of those dramatic a little bit more. Um, but a big one for me is I, I want to actually... I, I've thought about this a lot, but I don't know if I'll be able to do it. Um, but I'd like my way through the AFI list um oh. the top 100 uh, um there's a, a handful of movies that i have seen that i know that they're that i've seen them and you know they're almost like common knowledge when it comes to watching especially if you're a, fil- a film buff but there are films on there that i've never seen um particularly like casablanca I've never watched casablanca and i feel like that's something that i should should have in my back pocket as well so um just doing that like because some of these movies are so well written and so classic in, in the sense of that, um, but definitely want to get more into the independent and some of the lower budget films that are more heavily um, built around character development and directing and, and writing opposed to just, you know, blowing stuff up and fighting and stuff like that. But definitely maybe um, just start making my way through the AFI's top 100 and uh, see, maybe just see how that, where that takes me. I think that's that's a really good resolution for you because, yeah, like you always kind of joke, like you always watch all the action stuff and it shows in your top 10 list. And you say it's like every year. And then we always talk about like random stuff that we watch and you're like, man, I got I to make more time for that. So I'm really glad that like that's part of your resolution. But the AFI list is a really good one, too. Like I've years ago, I kind of started trying to knock stuff off of that and I've seen a lot of it so i'm looking forward to hearing you talk about things that are on there casablanca uh philadelphia story things like that it's gonna be really good to uh to get your your thoughts i haven't on that, decided I maybe you, you guys can, i haven't decided maybe you guys can help me with how i should do it i'm deciding whether i should start on number one or if i should start on number 100 and, and work my way down my recommendation would be 100 and work your way down. And I say that because that's kind of where I kind of started. And I feel like it puts you 100 starts you in some more obscure stuff that you might not have seen and you might have to look for. And then as you get closer, you're going to start going, yep, seen that, seen that, seen that, seen that. And you can kind of skip over a bunch getting closer to one. That's going to be a lot more okay. like, oh, yeah, skip, 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 you know. But if you start up kind of in the higher end, you're going to be like, oh, wow, yeah, I haven't heard of like these 30 of these. <laughs> so. Okay. That's my recommendation. Well, that sounds like a good idea. I think that's all of our resolutions. Uh, 
Is there anything else anybody wanted to talk about pertaining to 2020, 2021, the upcoming year? Anything else before we wrap this up? I'm happy the dumpster fire that is 2020 is over. And is I'm it though? Like, <laughs> over. We'll be soon enough hope. this week. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, no, I, I'm looking forward to... I'm looking forward to simpler things like getting a certain virus shot and and other people getting the same thing and vaccinating and going out and being able to sit in a theater and enjoying that. And you guys in California going to the theater and sitting down inside of a theater with a mask on, but still in the theater. <laughs> like Little things like that, I think, are, are really big, lofty goals still. Right. And I look forward to to having them happen more. I would agree with that. Anybody? Sorry, Bobby. I was just going to say, I, I mean, th those are definitely true sentiments. And as you mentioned, David, that there is a lot of opportunity to see a more independent films this past year because of the fact that they the studios were holding back the blockbusters. So uh, it was nice to be able to see those movies, uh, mostly from the comfort of my own home. Uh, that being said, I am looking forward to getting back into the theater because of I want to see and have that blockbuster movie experience in the theater. But I'm also looking forward to um, the, the wealth of movies that are going to be coming out on streaming. Um, it was a couple days ago, Netflix released a trailer saying that they'll have a new movie every week this year. Yeah. And there's a lot of content that looked good from the trailer from big name people, whether the movies will actually be good remains to be seen. But the fact that it's there, we have that. Yeah. And then HBO Max had said that they're going to have all these different movies coming out on their streaming service uh, this year as well. Some big movies, one in particular that I can that I'm thinking of that I want to see. Uh, I didn't put it on my list, but um, it's the one with. Denzel Washington and Jared Leto and um, uh, uh, Rami Malek, I think, is coming out on HBO Max here soon. I want to see that. And so there's a whole bunch of movies there. And then on Disney Plus, uh, WandaVision just came out on Friday. So now the Marvel train is starting to roll on Disney Plus. And we'll, right after that ends, we'll be pretty much going right into uh, oh. Falcon and the Winter Soldier and all the other different uh, stuff that'll come out. So I feel very much like this is going to be a big year for uh, the film and TV. And I'm on board waiting to see everything that comes our way, one way or the other. We should all just quit our jobs and get paid to watch this stuff at home. <laughs> God, I wish. Yeah. <laughs> I can do it. <laughs> Obviously, I can do it. <laughs> I do it there's, without getting paid. <laughs> there's there's so <laughs> much. Who wants to pay you to do it? That sounds great. There's so much stuff that's coming out. And between just the, like you were just saying, Bobby, the stuff that's coming out and then the things that we want to make time for, like on top of that, like it's. Right. Right. 2021 actually is going to be a very big year in film, I think, for many reasons. Yeah. yeah. Well, with that, I think it is time to wrap this up. We have gone on for, well, if you're watching the, the YouTube stream, about three hours. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, we've gone on pretty well now. Our longest show. Uh, and yeah, if you're obviously listening to the audio version, this is the end of uh, kind of the second episode of this, this whole experience with our top 10 uh, films of 2020. 
Thank you for joining us for this, of course. Um, as always, we'd love to hear back from everyone listening and watching. You can email us at feedback at flickereffect.com with your questions and comments. If you are watching on YouTube, please leave a comment or question down below. Make sure to hit that thumbs up icon if you enjoyed the show and uh, like and subscribe. Um, and hit the bell icon if you want to be notified whenever we post any videos or go live in the future. You can reach out to us on Instagram and Twitter at Flickr underscore effect. Reach out to us there. You can send us questions and comments there as well. With that, I'm David Lott. I'm Bobby Jackson. I'm Yasha Wilson. And I'm Michelle Hillard. Thank you for listening and watching.